0: Welcome to Amiga Ireland, on the show today we will cover Amiga and Commodore related news, gaming news, events, music and discoveries, which is anything interesting we found since the last episode. It's the first episode of season two, I'm Irla,
1: I'm Rob, I'm Luke, how are you doing lads? I'm alright, I'm alright, there is an awful lot of stuff that's happened over the last while since we uh, since we had our last podcast, isn't there?
2: Well, I think a lot of releases, to be honest, you know. And, yeah, 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 yeah. the community's thriving and uh, seems to be a good beginning. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: How have you been keeping yourselves busy since we last met?
2: Well, I've been uploading my old Amiga videos to YouTube, like stuff regarding you know, Wi-Fi cards and uh, and browsing and uh, internet applications. So this has been like uh, taking some of my time.
1: Mm-hmm. I've been, well, the usual, you know, I said I wouldn't do any more repairs, but I've got, <laughs> still got those same 10 Amigas sitting in my boxes here <laughs> waiting on me to have a look at them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so they're, yeah. there, yeah. looking at me.
2: Rob the Tinkerer. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly, always.
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, brilliant. I've also built the prototype Zorro and ATX board for, um, you know, I don't know if you've seen the the case that Stephen Jones is working on, the mm-hmm. Checkmate 1500. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've built the cards for that, that it needs for fitting an Amiga 500 board and uh yeah it all works so uh that's going to be sent off to him now shortly for prototyping in the case well wow, good man right yeah. yeah anything to do with technology i find
0: is a huge time sink even something basic like going onto facebook to do a particular job like you know oh yeah i just find way more time goes than i intend or have mm-hmm.
2: i've got a similar fe- feeling to be honest and similar issues <sighs> right
0: I've been avoiding the online world while I try and uh, meet my college deadlines uh, for my final year. But um, I spotted a brilliant headline there just recently, the Irish Times, and the headline is in the lifestyle section. My husband said he was on a health buzz, but he was just cycling to the pub. (laughs) (laughs) genius (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah, genius. <laughs> yeah, so it's this guy had had um, at least one heart attack, and his doctor had given him strict orders. So he had mm. quit the cigarettes, and um, he had told his wife he was doing this new health regime. And they went to a local, <laughs> um, a local bar a restaurant to, uh, to eat with his wife. A couple of weeks into his regime or months in and um, he said the waiting staff were really friendly with them so she asked them uh when they were leaving how do you all know him so well and they said oh he comes in here leary every day in his cycling gear for a couple of pints and a load of food and then he <laughs> cycles off again
1: <laughs> brilliant
0: anyway let's move on to uh, amiga related news Bambi Amiga, the service that hosts websites and email accounts on an Amiga 1200, is now offering a disc imaging service, so you can send a disc image uh, to Bambi Amiga, and they will put it on a floppy for you and post it to you, and you can choose between um, uh, double density and H-density discs, I think, and things like that. And um, they support or provide uh, international postage, so the link will be in the show notes for that. Cool.
1: Well done, Ryo. Um, Okay, so Riva has been updated, uh, and a lot of people will know this. This is going a long time. This is an old video player for the sixty-eight K Amigas, and um, it's it's a very good player. It's you know it really sort of gets anything all you can get out of a sixty-eight K CPU. But uh, the, yeah, the recent update, and now it also supports the Vampire specific instructions, which is you know which will you know help the speeding up the decoding of the of MPEG video
0: nice i'm dying to uh, get some movies on my amiga on a, even <laughs> just on a compact flash card cuz i would love to just watch x-files
1: in blocky glory on the uh, amiga oh, yeah. i i always remember um the the os 3.9 cd i think it was came with a couple of movie trailers oh yeah the one was definitely. For the f- star wars the phantom menace and there's another one but you know it was it was just to show off that it came with a video player and and uh you know if you look at them now it's, it's horrendous quality but it was you know at at the time like wow
0: <laughs> nice well in other news amy ssl 4.2 has been released and um, that includes updates just to stay current with the latest web standards and some other fixes
1: and that's available on AmiNet. yeah and coupled to that uh, the so A web has been updated as well. Now I think this is an OS four only update. Um, you know I don't think the sixty eight K was updated with this with this lot, but it supports AMI SSL four point two for you know for for dealing with modern modern secure
2: servers. Filip Marianski has just released um, his source code for the Kvacva uh, communicator. Kvacva is a Morphos communicator and it's got a lot of plugins as well. So uh, it's been released now, open sourced. And uh, Kvacva has got modules for GG, Jabber and Google Talk as well.
0: Nice. And Lightview is a 3D viewer uh, for Lightwave files and it has had a full release for download on AmiNet and it's for AGA machines it's a full version released after almost two decades with environment mapping and support of coloured surfaces so that would be something nice to play around with uh, even if you're not very good at modelling or if you haven't done any you can download the files just load them
2: up in it and play around mm-hmm and DC Raw um, is a shell converter for raw digital photos, um, and it's supported for, more for us by a developer uh, called B World.
1: Um, now, and this is this is a big one. The uh, I think most people have heard of it already, but the the Apollo Core has been updated. So this this is the the core of the the Vampire expansion. Um, that's version two point seven, which has been knocking around for a while. That was that was released, and then followed fairly quickly by two point eight, which is released about a week ago. Um, now this this pair of updates, you know, it fixes a lot of things that have been asked for for a while. Like the hardware FPU is pretty much there, um, and it's it's it's, it's not a hundred percent, but it's good enough for the vast majority of uses. And there's been improvements to the AMMx instruction set, and uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of other stuff under the hood. So that, that'll be a big one for any of the vampire people. Now, bear in mind, this one, you should have your vampire registered before you do this update, because mm-hmm. if you don't, your video will be in black and white. So just make sure your, your card is registered. Um, if, you, if you've only recently bought it, then it should already be registered. But if you've had it for a while and you're, you've gone through the updates, this one, just just be make sure you can search how to do that online.
0: You know, in terms of pace of development, Apollo Core seems to be really putting it to the likes of um, OS4, Aros, Morphos. Would that be fair to say, Rob?
1: Yeah, absolutely. See, there's a lot of interest around it, and so there's a lot of pressure. But uh, at at the same time, it is lacking in some areas. So, you know, there's a a lot of work still to do in it, but it is nice to see that they are, you know, even if they don't seem like it, eventually taking feedback on board and you know and coming up with the goods and it is it's it's, it's, a, it's a nice it's a nice pace alright it's good good to see it as constant updates like that
2: well the progress is down there and it's steady and mm-hmm. in my opinion this is what's what really matters as soon Absolutely. as you as soon as there is and as long as there is progress uh, it's, it's good news mm-hmm David Pleasance's book should be
0: available by June, according to a blog post by Trevor Dickinson. Um, Blog.a-aon.biz is the site where Trevor posts his blogs. And uh, he's got a lovely post there at the moment covering his trip to Amiga Ireland in 2018, Mm -hmm. as well as Amiga 1 and OS 4.1 developments, Tower 57 testing. Um, He talks about some Amiga books and a whole lot more. So there's a
2: nice long read there if you're into long reads. Another big release, Morphos 3.10 has been released and it's been 10 uh, and 10 days so it's actually 1010 <laughs> days since last release loads of improvements new skinning um, new visuals and apart from that it also works on Amiga 1 X 5000 and this one is a long awaited release so it should make a lot of people happy including me to be honest I, I've been mm-hmm. waiting for this one for quite some time even though yeah. I don't use Morphos on a regular basis anymore, it's uh, it's a progress, and again, good to see. Good to see, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah it is, it's a big one, it's been talked about Very for a... Very big one. Two or three years now. that has been in the works, but uh, yeah, there's the, the change list is huge, and uh, and there's some you know some new things like the new mailer. There's a new, I think there's a new installer. There's, there are a few yeah, sort as of well. big things, and all the the new icons and uh, the new visuals.
2: It, like, looks, it looks flat. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's yeah.
1: Kinda, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, yeah. I'm not a fan of that, but it it, it, it to be fair, it does look modern.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, it looks know, I, modern. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I I absolutely agree. But under I think under the hood a lot of magic has been done as well yeah absolutely yeah yeah worth Uh, checking out definitely I
1: I will uh, download that when I have two minutes to rub together (laughs) go for it Rob go
2: for it (laughs) (laughs)
1: right let's move on to
0: the gaming section The Amiga Rama podcast has released a cover of the Hero Quest game. Um, Now, he's released some other episodes since then as well, so there's plenty to catch up on. But I loved this board game as a kid. Um, I remember painting all of the pieces with some of my neighbours. We've made up our own levels and created new monsters, new abilities. Um, I remember uh, Terminator 2 was big at the time, so we created one set of creatures that could morph from one uh, type of yeah. you know opponents into another you know if they gave up a load of uh, moves or action points um so uh, unfortunately my parents dumped it um while i was at college <laughs> <laughs> uh, they did ask me if i wanted to come and get it but i said no dump it so um yeah lofarius does a great job of covering uh the details of the company activity uh, and gremlin were the c- group behind it and the game itself and uh, he recommends watching conan the barbarian uncut as well in there so um <laughs> <laughs> I'll check it out, the <laughs> mm-hmm. Um
1: And this is another big one that's been in the works for a while Tower 57. That got its full release on the Amiga platform now uh, only uh, in the last week or two. Uh, This, you know, this was released on the PC there just before Christmas and, but it it was, it was on Kickstarter, got its stretch goal and the the stretch goal was to be released on Amiga platforms. So this is, this is a, if if you haven't seen it, it's a great game. It's absolutely fantastic. It's a chaos engine style, but with the sort of, you know, modern uh, approach, you know, sort of exactly, you know, so you get the modern modern approach, there's lighting effects that, you particle effects uh, you know there's some some nice touches and it runs if, it, okay you need you need a modern amiga style system like an os 4 machine or a morpho os machine and it runs on AROS as well but um you know it 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 shows even though it is it's it's done in the 16 bit style but it is um you know there's a, when you actually look at it there's a lot going on on the screen and it, it it runs it it runs at a good pace even on the you know on on the, on the old, my old a1 g4 so It apparently it it does run well on the Tabor. I had a a brief go of it there at the Amiga Ireland show, but um, yeah, and you know, which is a sort of a if you like an entry level machine that and that wasn't optimized. But yeah, so it looks it looks a business. It plays really really well and has a, a, a lovely two player co op on it.
2: Right, really really big release i must say to be honest you know mm-hmm. and i'm a big fan of Caius engine as well so yeah. uh, uh oh one more thing the price for the game is is, is pretty decent too as far as yeah. i remember uh, is around 12 dollars. it's something like
1: that yeah, yeah. so, so and well, the thing is you have to buy you basically you buy the, the, it on steam for the mm-hmm. pc or for you know whatever other platforms it's on and then you can you get in touch with them and then you get a link for an Amiga download, and that's that's how it's done. So there's no sort of Amiga specific yeah. website you can buy it on or anything like that. You go buy buy it on the thing, and and um, now a special shout out to Daniel Musner who's who's who did the Amiga port, and he he worked on it really hard, and he's done platform specific optimizations on it as well. So the Amiga OS four version uses Amiga OS four specific rendering and. MorphOS uses MorphOS specific rendering, and the same with Eros. And so, this, is, this just means that they all run really, really well on machines that are far less powerful than the equivalent PC that the game is running on. Mm-hmm. So, it's really, really a lot of work going into that.
2: Yeah, I think it's got a um, pretty um, low requirements as well, as far as I remember. It's yeah, G three yeah. six hundred, but I'm pretty sure it it, it 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 runs pretty well on even lower specs too, because yeah, it's been it's, it's been ported uh, really well. Yeah, uh,
1: it, it and people have been reporting that it runs well on the SAM machines. So that's mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, know, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's that's impressive.
2: The, yeah, yeah. That that's a you really know. low specs machine. Blakestone Stone um, is another port for Amiga 68K. Um, it's a great Wolfenstein-like uh, game. I don't know if you remember this game, guys, from your from from from, from, from you know, like uh, early 90s. Uh, it's a Wolfenstein 3D clone, but set in a sci-fi world actually, and in space. And I remember I played that on my one of my first PCs. It was a uh, 286. Uh, PC with uh, mono VGA uh, monitor <laughs> and I really enjoy that and I'm really glad this game's been ported to, to Classic Amiga so worth checking. Bomb
0: Jack Beer Edition by Graeme Cowie has had a beta release Um, Now, you can see more about this game on com, where they've covered it in more detail. It looks like it's called Beer Edition because the backgrounds will be from the uh, developers' favourite drinking locations around England and Spain. (laughs) And uh, I think he's
2: also going to have a kebab-related level. So, um, yeah, you can check it out. It's looking really good so far. Bomberman 64 is a clone of Bomberman 464. 64 apparently. Um, there's been a free download release recently. Also, uh, if you like to purchase a game, it's available as a cartridge-boxed version. I am, myself, a big fan of uh, Blaster, which is apparently as well a Bomberman clone. So, uh, if you like those uh, type of games, I, I I really encourage anyone to 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 have a look and to just just to play it to enjoy it. And Morphos
0: has had some ports of some great games like Stunt Car Racer, Strategists, and Sea Dogs. And um, Stunt Car Racer is a slightly modernised version of it too. So the link for that will be in the show notes.
2: Hmm.
1: And. Um- Spencer is a game that kind of appeared out of nowhere uh, just recently, and that's uh, it's a run and jump game that's, that's out for uh, Amiga OS four. That's done by Entwickler X. I don't know exactly how I should be pronouncing that, but we'll give that a go. But you know they've, they've done some good work before, and uh, this looks really, really well polished. It's, 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 it's fairly, you know, it's 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 fully three D rendered um, run and jump game. Basically, that's that's what is a platformer and uh, it is, uh, you know, it looks, it looks the business really, really looks good. Uh, you know, and there's a demo that's downloadable and it's also available from the, uh, um, oh, what's it called? App Store anyway, whatever it's
2: called. <laughs> Ami Store probably. Ami Store, yes, that's, <laughs> the, one, that's the one, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why couldn't I think of that? <laughs> it's just too obvious, that's the reason probably, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, so if you have an OS4 machine, well worth downloading the demo for that and have a, okay, have a look. Yeah. And then, then if, you, if it's your kind of thing, yeah, well worth supporting them.
0: And one of the nicest games I've seen in ages is called Pets Rescue, and it's actually for the Commodore Plus 4. It's a platform that's a little bit like Mario and gives the Commodore 64 and even the Amiga some good competition. So uh, you can go and check that out. And if you're a Plus 4 owner, I mean, there's no way you, you can miss this. Yeah,
2: The the, 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 the thing that uh, drew my attention at first when I uh, checked the news about this game is the graphics... Um it's so pow- It's so colorful, to be honest, you know. Uh, as C plus four's got a little bit more colors than the usual old C sixty four. I think it's like one hundred thirty four or one hundred thirty six. So it looks really nice uh, if it comes to eight bit platform.
1: Worm Sun has been released for MorphOS. This is a it's 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 in the sort of the style of Warcraft. It's a, so it's a real time strategy game, and uh, I, I believe that's a a, a port from the PC version. So it looks very good. I haven't played it yet, but um, it's well worth checking out if that if that kind of thing is your uh, is your bag.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stunt Car Racer remake um, has been ported to OS four and is available at OS four Depot, and it looks really nice.
2: A native, uh, native A G A version of Day of Tentacle. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure everyone's familiar with that game. The game is a classic mm. uh, point and click adventure. It's, it's, it's one of my favorite ones. You know, up uh, and and uh, it, with Manic Mansion, Day of Tentacle, like uh, any other Lucas Arts uh, game, is just a classic. And if you haven't mm. seen it, or if you haven't played it go and have a look i'm sure you won't be disappointed even though you maybe you're not a fan of uh, point and click adventure games it's got the style it's got the graphics it's got the 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 humor which is mm. which, which is brilliant in my opinion
0: yeah and Epic Skid Marks will run mod- a modern version of Skid Marks in your web browser, um, desktop or mobile, and possibly also it'll come to Chromecast, Apple TV, and to smart screens. So it's called. If you know the Skid Marks game and Super Skid Marks from the Amiga, really great fun. We play it sometimes at Amiga Ireland, and uh, it's it gets a lot of you know good cheer and laughter mm. and stuff. So this is called Epic Skid Marks, and uh, the link will be in the show notes.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to that actually. <laughs> Um, sweep Out is a a Minesweeper clone and that is it it's it's got an interesting take on the, the whole minesweeper idea. So it's it's uh it's an online one where you've got online scoring and so you're trying to beat other people's scores, but you can also uh actually, you know, just break their scores if 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 you can't beat them. But it's it's a really interesting uh, and again it's well polished. It's uh it's, it's, it's well basically it's it's got this parallel parallax scrolling built in mm-hmm. and and, a f- you know, interesting level design where it's not just based on a rectangle. So you've got sort of, you know, corridors and pathways of, of, um, of
2: mines and t- of tiles. So it's, it's, it's very interesting. It's well worth a look. The, the interesting thing, actually, is it's been written in AMOS... But it looks yeah. so stylish, in my opinion, and yeah, it's, it's it joins, well, well the, yeah, and it joins the group of of, of games that are you know like uh, online ones, you know like um, Dynamite or HB Monopoly mm-hmm. or all those like three uh, D clones, you know when you when when you can play online. And I haven't seen, to be honest, anything like it before if it comes to uh, Minesweepers. But uh, it looks really really nice and well polished. Absolutely. Okay,
0: let's move on to discoveries. You can convert a mod to an MP3 online by visiting coolutils.com. I tracked down um, one of my favourite mods of all time and it, um, I needed to play it on my phone quickly, so uh, it was easier to just f- use this website. I was able to use it from the phone, upload the mod and uh, get, it gave me a link to download an MP3. Really nice uh, utility.
1: Brilliant. Um this one's not strictly Amiga related, but um there's a tool I've used uh in the past for repurposing hard drives. You know if you get a hard drive you want to properly erase it and you do know, do the proper sort of multi-write erase. And it's called Eraser, funny enough, and it's by a group called Heidi. But I only just found out that uh they're from Greystones and or they're based in Greystones and that's that's my hometown, so shout out for you guys.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> and <that's> thanks. Brilliant. <laughs>
1: it's a great little tool. Yeah cool um miss mad lemon
0: has a Flickr channel with some really nice photos of commodore stuff that she's made um, and some other projects that she works on and um since i made this note actually she also has a discord channel now so we'll put the link to that in the show notes to her twitter uh, announcement of it and uh, there's some nice people um gathering in that spot and also texteditors.org has about 15 different Amiga text editors among its entries. Um, I was looking for something specific, and uh, there's something there for whatever your preferences and text editors there, uh, especially one that you mentioned before, Rob, that you uh, like. Uh, Reddit. Reddit, yeah. Reddit, yeah, I think that's yeah. It as well. Yeah, very mm-hmm. good
2: one. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, good stuff
0: and finally lr key maps on aminet.net provides dvorak keyboard board layouts for one-handed typists either left or right hand so um if you remember the GoldenEye movie boris was the uh <laughs> russian bad guy in it so he was always typing with one hand and spinning a pen uh, in the other hand and he was just the ultimate you know evil computer geek he was great yeah. so um he was actually using the dvorak keyboard layout um so Dvorak isn't like QWERTY, it uh, arranges it so that the middle row, you know, where ASDF normally isn't all of those, uh, you know, 80% of the letters that you use in day-to-day words are on that middle row. So you have very little movement of the fingers and it was designed like this in mind and a lot of people who get RSI from typing a lot use this keyboard layout and they get a lot of relief from it and they sometimes increase their speed. These left and right handed models give you that same kind of ergonomic layout uh, in a sort of a radial pattern, either to the left side or the right side of the keyboard. And you can actually type pretty well with one hand on it. It's, it's, it's really cool. So um, I doubt many of you listening are going to need it, but it's, it's
1: interesting <laughs> nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. Um, legend has it that the, the QWERTY layout came from the days of mechanical typewriters where typists were too quick and they were jamming keys. So this was, this was just deliberately designed to slow them down.
2: Nice. So didn't know um, that. yes,
1: so that's why that's why letters like E and I, you know, and you know, they're they're far away from where they, where you know, an easy place for them. So um, you know, and and basically that that layout stuck because that's what type was used. So we we're stuck with it then in the electronic age when we didn't need to slow people down anymore. But uh, yeah, the, mm-hmm. the you know these alternative layouts, there were a couple of them, but the Dvorak one is the the uh, you know the, the most popular one at this stage, and it's 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 really interesting to see enough interest that people are releasing, uh, an eager layouts for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice. Um, I use it myself, uh, Rob, as you, you know, um, yeah. I, I started using it. <laughs> I started using it a year uh, back in 2001. I think yeah. when, um, I was working on computer projects in college. It was the final year of the degree at the time. And suddenly I got RSI, really bad RSI in my hands. And, um, it got so bad that I couldn't open a car door. Um, mm with my hands so and I couldn't type so I had to do something uh quickly so I ended up um in the end switching to Dvorak and uh the pain went away within a couple of weeks it was great um uh, mm-hmm. yeah so it's a pretty cool keyboard layout it's I'm I'm definitely grateful that it's available yeah absolutely <laughs> um, yeah and the layout on Amiga actually has um, accented characters so if you're typing you know French or you know Spanish or even Irish you've got the accents you need the diacritics I think they call them isn't it Uh,
1: yeah some of them yeah Um, yeah I can't remember exactly the the different names there are a lot of different you know depending on what they do Um, but yeah it's awesome
0: okay let's go on to community news and events So in Germany, there is an Aros install and configuration party um, by the Aros team member Phoenix console. Um, you can bring a USB stick, SD card, DVDs, CDs, whatever, and uh, they can be pre-configured for your computer specifically, or you can uh, write Icaros Aspire, Aspire OS, Broadway, AmiNux, Eros to these media. Um, you'll do software tutorials 3d printing Uh, the first workshop took place on march 17th and the follow-up will be on april the 21st as well as another one on may the 19th uh, and there'll be many more dates. So if you um, check the link that we have here, you can see what he's got planned there. That's really cool. And uh, in Amiga Ireland on um, January at two thousand and nineteen, we're also going to have an Aros workshop by the core developer Neil Kafferki, um, who's coming up from County Cork.
2: Excellent, Brilliant. excellent right. Um, revision twenty eighteen is the biggest demo party in Europe, uh, maybe even in the world, and it's just pure demo Mm. scene. uh, Visitors from all around the world. So, uh, if you like demo scene, and uh, no matter what platform, you have to see it, or you have to go down there. I haven't been down there, actually, to be honest, but every year, I'm promising myself that I'm just going to go, but... uh, I just, yeah, I just, I, I, I watch I, it online actually. Yeah, I watch I, it online as well, but it's not the yeah. same.
1: No, um, no, no. A
2: lot no. of my friends has been down. Have been down there, mm. but uh, I promised myself every that I will go, and I eventually I will go down there and uh, take part in this big, you know, demo scene event.
0: Okay, let's move on to ask Amiga. I was in um, Miss Mad Lemon's Discord channel just before we came on and somebody asked, what are some good programming books for Amiga? And this question came in from
1: um, Adventure Wombat. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> um, OK, programming books on the Amiga. Well, uh, there's there's one in particular that I think of and I, I got it a long, long time ago. Um, but it's uh, programming it's basically programming C for the Amiga and it's by Cliff Ramshaw. Now, it's long out of print, but if you can find a copy of that, it's fantastic. Um, I, I use that as, it covers a lot of stuff, a lot of general C stuff as well because I use that as a reference book in college and got, got myself some funny looks in in, in, the, in the labs. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's it covers all the C stuff and then it goes into the Amiga specifics dealing with the OS, dealing with graphics, all that kind of stuff. And it, it was, you know, I, I think it's a really great book, and it's still still in my bookshelf here, well-worn. And uh, if you can find a good copy of it, it great. It, it also came with uh, Dice C at, at the time. It, that was a, you know, a pretty good setup. It came with a full Dice C environment, along with all the, the include files and the headers and all, all that stuff uh, on, on a set of disks. And I used that for years. It was brilliant. Um. But more recently, I see there's um, now I can't remember the guy's name, but uh, there's a, a group in Poland who have been publishing a few uh, Amiga bo- related books and some of them have been translated into English. Now, I know there are definitely uh, th- there was there were definitely books for C and Blitz Basic and definitely the Blitz Basic one has been translated into English. So I, I haven't read them, um, but it's very interesting that there are still, you know. Uh, books being printed in that kind of way. And, and it's it, it kind of, I suppose, like the 3D printing, you know, there are modern sort of on-demand printing services nowadays that allow sort of smaller runs like that, which is great. But yeah, that's, it, you know, there, there are a few out there. But um, oh, another one of mine that I liked was um, uh, for AREX programming, actually. And I still use that as a reference as well. And it was, uh, it was called AREX, your Amiga's built-in turbocharger. And that was published by Future Publishing, um, Toby, mm, can't remember his second name, but uh, it should be easy enough to find. But that's that's a great book as well uh, for, mm. you know, if you know, if, you, if you're into a at all and you're using the OS, there's so much you can do with that. And it's 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 a fantastic reference.
0: Yeah, Future Publishing have done some really great tutorials and stuff like that, actually. They really did. They really did. Yeah. Okay, thanks Rob. Um, so we're coming up to the end of the show. Um, our next episode is going to come out in two weeks and we're going to be interviewing somebody from the Amiga 3D modeling scene. See what I did there? Hey. As, as well as the creator of AmiBerry. So tune in in two weeks uh, for the interview with Maudib and Midwan. Um, and we're going to finish up with a song uh, from an album called Riding with Amiga by Shot97. So Shot97 put um a, th- a post up on amiga.love.com showing how he um creates music with MIDI and he created a really nice kind of uh um well he used Music X so it's kind of a a really good MIDI controller that will run on Amiga 500 um and 1200 and probably all of them. And he produced this album that's really listenable, um, might fall into the category of ambient music with little in the way of percussion. Um, The instruments vary among the songs, and he experiments with kind of different musical instruments like the number of beats to the bar and stuff. So it's uh, very different. Um, We had Music X up and running ourselves in January um, at the Amiga Ireland event, and there's a video on YouTube that covers Music X very well, too, actually. Uh, That one's by Amiga Format and i know in the group we've had um colin and one or two others uh, mentioning they'd like to get into midi so um it's pretty fitting that i came across this um by shot um so you just need a keyboard that supports midi to do this kind of work uh you can get the cables from Swordan.ie, and he's that's free postage within ireland and uh we'll we'll close out with a song by shot 97 and the other music in the episode is by banjo gai and virtual dimensions (laughs) so until next time bye from me and bye 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 Se- just one second. Do you want me to turn your light off, monkey? Yeah, okay. <laughs>